name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that believes that calling it out on its own bullshit is a violation of its own boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't even want to unpack that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yep. All right. Well, we are back. Back again. We are back. Tell your friends to listen to our podcast because that is how we enjoy ourselves most of the time. We love you. We love you. Da da da. (laughs) Trying to make it work. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I hope you had a great week listeners and are excited for this episode i know i am and yeah i don't know what else to say so sherrick how was your week my week was pretty dope in the sense that uh it is uh it it is a month in which i am getting a lot of stuff done uh, on a personal level i i am reading a bunch of plays i am having a good time and uh, soon, TM, I will be in my own office, which means I will return to streaming. Yay! So that's cool and great. Yay, I'm very excited. I miss stream. So yeah, how about your week? Oh, my week was fine. Nothing too exciting, I guess. I had a job interview and that was cool Mm -hmm. and I made a little money delivering target packages for shipped, um, which is tiring. I don't know how UPS people do it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Pay them more, please. Well, pay more for everybody. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Had a nice time with some friends cooking out and having a little campfire this weekend and yeah i love that it's been really nice weather um 70 degrees is like perfect so it's not too hot yet yeah otherwise that's my boring ass week um (laughs) yeah but before we get into our main topic People on the internet may make you afraid or make you want to blow them up with a grenade. Instead, let's make lemons into lemonade. That's right. This is the part of the podcast where I find something maybe not great that somebody makes into a better situation. And so I I found this TikTok video. It is old, so there is a Christmas tree in it, but it doesn't have to do with Christmas. So. Okay. I was like, it's fine for now. So anyway, enjoy that, and then you can tell us about it. Yeah, here we go. uh, Hold on. There we go. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, so uh, that's pretty great. That's from a pretty cool girl on TikTok, and it is a, a... video way back uh when things were much much worse covid wise and so my brother put on this whole presentation so we could see my new nephew from outside and this was the grand finale and it is like this cute little like 
set up with all these stuffed animals and then his little like name board and the circle of life from the lion king is playing and these curtains part and then there's like <laughs> lights on the baby <laughs> telling you through adversity comes creativity and strength yeah man, that's so good yeah i i loved it so much and i love how like at one point of light comes on over mm-hmm. the baby like at an appropriate time in the music yes the only thing that i wish is that i wish that at the end of the song because in the movie when the song ends you know it like cuts to black or whatever yep. yeah i was kind of <laughs> i was kind of wondering if it was gonna do that it doesn't yeah do i that, wanted it to like i wanted the the curtains to just like shut really fast or something mm-hmm. but yeah i thought that was so funny <laughs> and cute so yep making a bad situation of not being able to meet your nephew for real in person and making it into a show and i loved it so so yeah that's this week's lemons into lemonade Uh, nice work nice work i have to watch a lot of tiktoks to find these (laughs) (laughs) well you do a great job and i'm always impressed So, yeah, well, I guess with that, we can move on to our main topic of the week. So the main topic this week is my beef list. Yes. And where this comes from is a podcast that I listen to, a Patreon only podcast that I listen to, More Rim and AB, did this. And they did this because a couple months ago, a few months ago, some... Twitter account, I think Hip Hop by the Numbers, mm-hmm. tweeted a list of all of Kanye's beefs. And rather than like get upset about it, Kanye retweeted it and added a bunch more to the list. <laughs> and so this podcast that I listened to decided to do their own beef list because this that was funny to them. And that was so funny to me that I was like, I want to do it too. I want to do a beef list too. And a friend of the podcast, Amber, uh, also listens to that podcast. And I was like, I'm going to create a beef list for myself and I will present it to you like I'm on a podcast. And then I was like, or I could actually do it on our podcast. (laughs) Because I, at first I didn't think anybody would care except her. So I was like, I'll do it for her. But then I was telling Steph and other people about it and they were like you should do that on your podcast and I was like oh yeah I guess I could do that (laughs) so um so yeah so this is my this is my beef list and we will talk about it number one Kanye West okay um (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's funny already we're a great start I don't know if I need to explain that to anyone. I don't think I do. You know, you know, if it, this this really is just yours, but yep. uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, <laughs> he's he. If I had one, he'd be on mine too for for uh, right. for reasons. Yeah, for reasons. So yeah, I, I don't need to go into that. I don't want to make this a a Kanye centered podcast. That's not mm-hmm. my intention. So uh, moving on from that, second. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I hate that fucking guy. Oh, he okay. He rains on everybody's goddamn parade. <laughs> I 
okay, like he's super smart and he teaches you. I get it. Whatever. People like him for that reason. Totally fine. But then, like, he just feels the need to, like, well, actually everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And th- it just bugs me. It just bugs me. So, like, I remember, I'm trying to think of a good example. Oh, yes, I remember. He once commented that the sky in Titanic, because, like, towards the end when Rose is, like, floating out on a piece of of wood or the door or whatever it is, She's looking up at the sky and they show this night sky and he's like, that's not what the position of the stars would be in the North Atlantic and this day and this time. It's like, it's a fucking movie. Who cares? It's not meant to be accurate. It It's half real life and half a fake love story. Like, does it really matter? So that is why I don't like him because he just like has to. Well, just. Yeah, he just has to, like, shit on everything. And it's like, just let us enjoy our stuff and then, like, whatever. Anyway, but that leads me to my next one. Mm-hmm. Two, Titanic. Okay. I love that movie. But I have a beef with all the people that say that Jack could have fit on that door and lived. Okay, interesting. Explain. Okay. So, I have one word buoyancy okay yep it's not that jack could not have fit on that door or piece of wood or whatever the hell it was physically like there was enough Mm -hmm. physical space for him but if you notice when he tries to get on it it almost tips it over Mm -hmm. so and the you gotta be centered on it you know yeah yeah it's super hard to get on and off, first of all. And second of all, the Mythbusters did this, and the only way that that piece of wood would have been able to float with both of their body weights on it is if they had tied life vests to the bottom of it. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm following you, though. So, like, just that piece of wood and their two body weights on top of it, it would have... They would not have been able to, to float. So... Every time I hear somebody talk about, like, that movie's bullshit because Jack could have lived, Rose is a piece of shit, I'm like, no, you're a piece of shit because buoyancy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Obviously, if you can't tell, this is me getting irrationally upset about things that are dumb. (laughs) But not dumb. Okay. Next. Yes. So I will not name this person. But a friend's ex-boyfriend who cheated on her for six months before they broke up, mm-hmm. I used to dream of running him over with my car. So he's on my beef list. Okay. <laughs> oh, this one will be of particular interest to you, Sherrick. Okay. Lisa the realtor. <laughs> <laughs> Jinky Scoob. <laughs> so I don't I don't need to go super far into this one, but this woman named Lisa, who was Stefan Sherrick's realtor for a while, was just really not great at her job and would send other people to do her job a lot. And it caused a lot of anxiety and frustration for people that I love dearly. So fuck her. I'm over it. <laughs> Ah. all right incorrect apostrophe use okay 
this, this one I'm I'm not at all surprised by, and I was like, where is this going to be on this list? <laughs> so, first of all, okay, I will grant you, commas difficult. Other forms of punctuation can be troublesome because it the rules around them are not clear mm-hmm. all the time. But apostrophes, pretty easy. If it's plural, ends with an S, the apostrophe goes on the end after the S. Not that difficult. Mm-hmm. But the other one that really gets me is when we're talking about years or decades. So if we're talking about the 90s, you want to use a po- an apostrophe because you've taken out 19. So... 1990s, you take out 19. So you put the apostrophe before 90, not between 90 and S. Because it doesn't possess anything. Yeah. What are the 90s possessing? Nothing. I, I mean, mean they possess a, a lot really of things, great, but... I was going to say, I was going to say a really great fucking decade, I would say. But <laughs> I yes. get your point. So there are times when you could use an apostrophe there. Actually, you'd probably use it after the S in that case, if you're saying something about something that the 90s might possess. But if you're just talking about like the 90s were a really great decade, yeah. apostrophe 90S. Mm-hmm. Do it right. It's not that hard. I think that's one of, real quick, I I think that's one of those things where it's like, when people are loud and wrong, you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. picturing Mm -hmm. like that, like those like CDs that would have just like the best of the Uh nineties. And they're like, they don't have somebody grammar checking it. So they just go, just put the apostrophe wherever. I don't give a shit. And then it's Mm -hmm. on there. And then people see it and go, this is an official CD. Even mm-hmm. though it's not like they're like, this is an official CD. I got it from Walmart and it mm-hmm. says 90s with an apostrophe between the zero and the S. So I'm going to do that, too. Like, I think that yeah. this is one of those things where it's like people are loud and wrong and, and then the example gets followed. Right. And this is me being loud and right. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you about it. Yeah, it really bugs me. It really bugs me. OK, let's see who else. Oh, this is also a grammar thing that I don't know why it bugs me. This is one of those things where I feel like I should let it go. Okay. But I don't want to. So the thing about languages, right? Language evolves. So yes, there are correct and incorrect grammar spellings, you know, all of that kind of words, way words are used. Sure. But words evolve mm-hmm. and and meanings evolve and that the point of language is to communicate with other people. And so if they understand the meaning that you are trying to convey, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter how you do that. However, I really wish we hadn't gotten rid of the word fewer. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. We use the word less for just about everything now. We hardly ever use the word fewer. And it, every time somebody uses less in the place where fewer was supposed to be used, it just, mm, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I don't know why, but it just is. 
But yes, everything that I've learned about language is that like what was once considered incorrect usage is now fine. So using Mm -hmm. the word less in place of fewer is fine because it's just evolved to the point where like that's what everybody does. But it still really bugs me. It still really bugs me. So Yeah, I, I think that's also, again, it's like one of those things I, I think, too, is just like people just stop using the word fewer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, fair enough. I know. Yeah, that's why I need to be like not as particular about things like grammar and words because they do evolve. And mm-hmm. again, like I said, as long as your meaning is the meaning you intend is what the other party understands then you're communicating well that being said this is where commas do come in really helpful because sometimes your meaning is not clear without the commas (laughs) so yes okay what else okay this one is very particular to me but i feel like other people probably have things similar to it so it will be under like People will understand this one. So I get food delivered a lot. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Okay. With you so far. (laughs) I think a lot of us do, particularly in the last couple of years during the pandemic. So ordering food is, is fairly universal at this point. And sometimes the person delivering your food does not read the instructions that you give them. Mm, okay. See, I'm going to stop you because it, this is on my beef list. The I, I love everyone who brings me food. Please, please understand that. However, when I, te- when I check a little box that says, do not bring me utensils, and I open up the thing and there are 70 utensils in there, I go, so what is the box for? Yeah. What is the box that I checked for if yep. you're just going to bring me utensils anyway? Yeah. So, yes, that wasn't what I was getting to, but that is, yes, I completely agree with you on that one. That's a restaurant thing, Mm -hmm. I want to say, because they're the ones putting your order together. Okay, fair enough. So, as far as the actual delivery people go, I do not like it when they don't read the instructions, and... For me, it's particularly annoying because, and I think it depends on how your house is laid out, but so for me, I have a front porch. So I say, leave the food on the porch. Mm-hmm. I think I know where this is going, but go on. But sometimes they will leave it on the front steps. And that's a problem because one, porch pirates Mm-hmm. I've never actually had food stolen, though, because I'm pretty quick. Two, my screen door opens out. So if people put the food on the top step, if I open the door, I knock it over. Mm-hmm. And or I have to go out my back door and walk around my house to get it because it's mm-hmm. in the way of the door. And I will say it's not just food delivery. In fact, like that's one of the nicer ones because usually your food delivery is not a huge, you know, bag or whatever. But I've gotten like chewy boxes. So like very heavy canned cat food and litter delivered in a huge box left right at the top of the stoop. 
And then it's impossible because, like, you can't even open the door enough to, like, move it out of the way because mm-hmm. it's such a big box. So, yeah, I really hate it when deliveries are delivered. I, I on will the say that too. I also have something on that front, too, because like you, our door opens outwards. So what happens sometimes is people will put the the food in question center of the porch right by the door. And I'm like. Okay, so there's like a drink here. So what how did you expect me to do Okay. This is like this is like one of those things where it's like, well, if you're going to make me do this or if I'm going to be I'm getting paid to do this, so I'm just going to do it because I don't care. You know, it's mm. Yeah, and it's just like it's just this makes me sad. That's all. Like yeah, well, and like because I've tried to give some people the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, they mm-hmm. don't think about it. They don't look at the door and think like, how does this door open? Like they just set it down in front of the door because that's what they've been told to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now that I've delivered packages, I've like, and maybe it's because this has happened to me so many times, so I'm on the lookout for it. Yep. But I'm always on the lookout for that when I deliver packages. I'm always like, is this a good spot to leave it, to hide it, to yep. keep it out of the way of the door, to, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it shout takes out to an anybody, extra second. Shout out to anybody who takes the extra, that goes the extra mile to just make sure that people... Like, I've I've gotten, like... I've never gotten packages knocking on wood stolen, but I've gone and been like, where the fuck is my package? And I'm like, oh, they hit it like behind this like area so that people couldn't see it easily. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank you for doing that so that it doesn't, yeah. it just isn't like a big beacon being like, hey, does someone want this thing that's just chilling right. on my porch? And right. like, that's one of the cool things about, I think, about working from home now, especially having like a video doorbell is I can go, oh, this package just got delivered. Mm-hmm. awesome i'm gonna go get it right now like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that's super nice and that is i mean that's not why i bought a house with a porch but now having a house with a front porch i'm like mm-hmm. this is one thing that's really nice about having that is having packages delivered onto the porch especially because so often people will just open the screen door and leave it right there yep. and so it's you can't see it from the street or from the sidewalk or whatever. If it's all the way pushed up against my front door, like you might be able to see it. You might be able to look into the porch and see it. Mm -hmm. But if it's just like right on the inside, it's totally hidden. And I love that. And I feel so much more secure that my package will stay there. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out to good delivery people. I try to tip well especially for good ones. Um, But you can't always add the tip later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's really funny because I got dinner delivered tonight (laughs) and the person sent me a message through the app. Like, is there anything you want me to double check or anything you want me to ask them when I get there? And I was like, what the, what the fuck? Like, I just like, I know I was like, Huh? <laughs> Gorgeous. I know. And I was like, person. and I was like, no, I don't, no, I don't think so. But thank you. Like, Bruh. um, and then was like, okay, well, I'm only a couple of blocks away. And then like updated me on when he was leaving, even though the app like tells you, you know, your food has been picked up or whatever. And you can mm-hmm. watch the car, watch the dot yeah. come your way. But I was just like, holy crap, 
like what i love those kind of delivery people who go like the extra mile and i mean no shade to anyone who doesn't because i get it it's not yeah great paying Mm -hmm. it's not always great paying so i get it but yeah all right okay people who say we can't rewrite history there's a cat behind me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. People mm-hmm. who say you can't rewrite history. That's true. You can't change the past. However, that is, I feel like people who say that are usually people who are using it to say, like, we can't fix something that's, that's already happened. Or why are we addressing something that's already happened? Or, or why, you know, why do you want to erase something that's already happened? And it's like, that's not the point. The point mm-hmm. is that we can, like, learn from the past. Yes. Make changes and find ways to repair the damages that have happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I just, I really hate people who use that phrase as like an excuse for like well bad things happened in the past and we just gotta move on and it's like lame it's like that's a fundamental misunderstanding of history people Mm -hmm. it also feels like a a a strict lack of of empathy and i've said this before with like people just being like well it's just too bad that's just how it is or like let's use uh here's a topic though like we don't really talk about that often on this podcast so that people hopefully can just be like thank goodness they're not talking about this other thing that i hate but like student loans like i had student loans i am fortunate enough to no longer have student loans However, I don't think that abolishing student loans hurts me as a person. I don't think that like I have zero problems with someone like being like, okay, well, they've abolished student loans. Like I don't go, well, they shouldn't abolish student loans because I had to pay them. That's so fucking dumb to think about. Like Mm -hmm. we should be like, there's a distinct lack of empathy. I feel like when someone says some shit like that and it's just Mm -hmm. like, I suffer so you have to too. Right. Like that, that's so like, that's such a like, forget about you i got mine level of mindset that i think is so mm-hmm. wrong in today's society you know mm-hmm. it's you know it's just like well there, there's no feeling of like wor- like working together there's no togetherness mm-hmm. or i shouldn't say there's no there's little togetherness i find a lot of uh, togetherness uh, exists in things like you know like in collaborative communities like streamers a lot like a lot of streamers are big into collaborative efforts and it's not about like oh we need to work together so that i can grow versus you it's like we it's it's a collaborative effort so we Mm -hmm. can do something together that Mm -hmm. we would not have been able to do otherwise Mm -hmm. that i really appreciate Mm -hmm. Um, but there are some streamers that are out there that is like i don't give a shit if you do better like it's all about me kind of thing. i'm only working with you so that i can get something good you know Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah i mean you know i definitely will say from a psychological perspective like sometimes you won't get closure on things that happen in your Mm -hmm. life sometimes you do just kind of have to accept that things are the way they are or that things happened the way they happened and you may not get the the outcome you want or the apology you deserve or you know things like that however Mm -hmm. 
particularly on a societal level, it's it's just it's just really a slap in the face to say like, well, we can't change what ha- the bad things that happened in the past, and like, you know, we just have to move on from it. It's like, well, you know, those bad things inform inform a lot of how Mm -hmm. society has developed and so it's exactly it's it's hard to just say like you know it 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 didn't exist or you know it it did but we can't do anything about it it's like well hmm, you know those who don't want in the past are doomed to repeat it and i find that to be very very true Mm so so yeah and then I think the final thing on my beef list is, and again, only a few people will understand this, but hopefully I can explain it. Our four mile walk to Sausalito. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) This is on my beef list. So, and I feel like I've probably told this story on the podcast before, so I'm just going to give you a quick and dirty version. But basically, Sherrick and I, among other friends of the pod, went to San Francisco several years ago on a trip, and uh, we decided to walk across the Golden Gate Bridge, which is all well and good. But then we had no way to get back. So we either had to turn around and go back over the bridge again, or we had to keep walking another couple miles or more to the nearest town of Sausalito and take the, a boat back across the bay. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, why I put the walk on my list and not any particular person is because I'm not mad at anybody that we did this or that that was the decision that we made. Mm -hmm. It's just that. You did not enjoy. I did not enjoy that. It was fun for a while and then it was really hard and we had to walk very fast. And some of us did not have much stamina or yeah. So it was really hard and it was, we had to rush to catch the last bus. I was very hungry and getting lightheaded and tired and hurting. And yeah, so it was a problem. It was was a problem and it will forever be maybe one of the worst days of my life. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. But also at the same time, it's like, if that's one of the worst days of my life, then I guess I'm not doing so bad. Like, yeah, you know, I will say what saved it is that afterwards we went and got burgers and that was the best. <laughs> Those burgers were pretty good. If Those I burgers were really good. And we had been hearing about this burger place for. We even made up a fake coupon for one of the people, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Did we? I don't remember that. Yeah, and Steph and I made the coupon to be like, hey, we're going to go to this place. Oh. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we'd been hearing about this place from our friend Hannah, because it's called Burgermeister, and we just thought that sounded really funny. And yeah, so every time she'd pass one, she'd be like, "Oh, I'm going by Burgermeister." And so, so when we got off, got off the boat, we were like, "What are we gonna do now? How are we gonna turn this day around?" <laughs> and we were like, "Let's go to Burgermeister. We have to walk a few it. blocks, but 
let's do it. So that, that really turned our day around. Yeah, so that is my main beef list. I probably have more, mm-hmm. you know, bad drivers or, you know, normal irritants. But yeah, those are the ones that I felt were very specific to me as a person and that I thought I could get some hilarious hilarious you did i really enjoyed it i feel like i need to i feel like i need to come up with with one of my own yes part two very possible so yeah let us know if you have let us know your hilarious grievances Yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to add? I will add, this isn't a beef thing, but this is something that I I thought was very interesting. So as an avid baseball fan, I occasionally stumble upon stories that are baseball adjacent that are kind of funny and cool. Mm-hmm. And so the the um, the Milwaukee Brewers left current left fielder, Christian Yelich, decided he wanted to make a, tic- a TikTok account. And so he went to TikTok and said, I'm going to sign up and use my name because, you know, I'm Christian Yelich. And TikTok said, hey, that's real cool. Uh, Someone's already got that. And he went, huh? (laughs) So turns out that someone who was a big fan of Christian Yelich and and the Brewers in general saw that there was no Christian Yelich on TikTok. And she decided that she was going to make sure that Christian Yelich had a TikTok. Mm -hmm. And she just put up clips of him and I guess just other shit. Mm -hmm. And so he had a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And then he decided that she could keep the account. Mm. So she was like, cool. Christian Yelich just told me that I could have at Christian Yelich on TikTok. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. She was at the Brewers game today in which unfortunately oh. they they did not win. But he uh, autographed a baseball bat and made sure that she got it. Oh, that's so nice. That's and hilarious. I think that that's really cool that they found out somehow. Like, I don't know if like... He, if she was like, Ella, well, I'm going to be at the game today. And he was like, cool, I'm going to sign a bat and do it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's that thing with like going back to the empathy thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like baseball players, I feel like can be huge role models for young people. Yeah, totally. When they're doing good shit. Yeah. And occasionally you get somebody who, you know, beats up their wife or whatever. And that's obviously not role model behavior. So I just want to make sure I'm clear about that. But mm-hmm. like, there's like, he could have been like, no, I would really like, I'm going to make sure that TikTok gives me the name mm-hmm. or any other like myriad mm-hmm. of steps could have been taken right. where he could have just been like, cool, you can have it. But for him to go the extra mile and be like, not only are you at the game today, I'm going to make sure that like you remember this interaction positively, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. because there's something to be said of like you know, when people are like, oh, well, I pay your salary or whatever. It's like, I mean, you buy tickets, but that money is coming from more than just that. You know what I mean? So really what I'm trying to say is, is like, I really appreciate it when people are nice when they don't have to be. Yeah. And it's like, he really could have just been like, that could have been the end of the interaction. And it would have been a cool story just by itself. But for him to decide that he was going to like sign a baseball bat for her Mm -hmm. and really make that interaction go the extra mile for mm-hmm. her and i'm not saying he's the only one that does this obviously right. like yeah. there are other baseball players that like do a thing like um a story that just off the top of my head is there's a there's a first baseman for the cincinnati reds his name is joey Votto. he's widely known as like one of the most interesting characters in baseball um okay. just because of his his personality he's a bit like dry oh okay but he's like he's not like a cardboard like 
cut out, but I'm just saying like his humor can be a bit dry. So anyway, Ooh. this kid was really, really excited to see Joey Votto and they got to go and the kid had a sign that was like, I'm here to see Joey Votto and Joey Votto got like ejected in like the fourth inning. And oh, the kid no. was just heartbroken yeah. that their favorite player got ejected. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote a note being like, sorry, I got ejected out of the game and like sent them like some swag and stuff oh, to nice. the stands because he had heard that. that this kid was like super excited. And I was like, see, like, again, this baseball player didn't have to do that. Joey Votto didn't mm-hmm. have to do that. He could have just been like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to go home and like do whatever, mm-hmm. eat a sandwich and like go to bed and be mad about why I got ejected. Mm-hmm. But for him to like find the humor in it and turn it into a humorous like mm-hmm. situation, I thought was mm-hmm. really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's funny. I heard a story semi related the other day that was so a comedian that's currently on Saturday Night Live, Bo and mm-hmm. Yang, his Twitter name is at Faye Dunaway. <laughs> because it's like a similar reason. It was like, he was like, there's no Faye Dunaway on Twitter, so I'm just going to take it because I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. And he has said now that he is on SNL and has like a verified account, Mm-hmm. It has a little blue check, and so mm-hmm. people think that it's Faye Dunaway's Faye Dunaway. account. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, I want Faye Dunaway to come on SNL and like do a sketch with me of like asking for her Twitter back <laughs> or mm-hmm. whatever. And I, yeah, I think that would be again, I think that would be like a fucking hilarious thing to do because it would be like, like you said, like a similar thing in that like goes with the joke and like makes it makes it funny and makes it right yeah memorable totally. and 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 all of that yeah so so yeah i think that's funny but yeah well yeah. let us know your thoughts on this or other things that you'd like us to talk about you can find us at a s w a y d p o d on twitter and instagram and you can add an at gmail.com to that to send us an email. So. Mm-hmm. And we will send you to, I didn't make up a theme song for this. Millie, what the fuck is this? Woo! <laughs> I started that and I saw Millie take a drink and I was like, well, I've already committed to doing this fast. <laughs> so that's where we're at now. Yep. But yeah, this is the part of the episode where I find something wild and crazy kids upon the internet and I show it to Amelia with a little context. Uh, this one, I I have a hard time watching without laughing. That's all I'm going to say. And it does have audio. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have this, this woman... Who, it's a TikTok, and she says, in today's episode of Is It a Fit, or Do I Just Not Have a Full-Length Mirror, and backs up, and I'm just going to say it's it's not a fit. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Also... Like, what is that top? Is she trying to be Prince? I don't know, but I love I love that it's like she put her phone on, like, her front step and had to back up to see, like, the full thing. Yep. Yep. 
so funny to me. I know. It's like, yeah, she's standing outside to, like, do this. Um, you know, honey, a full-length mirror is, like, 5 to $10. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I, was driving, I was driving someplace today, and we happened to just stop. And I was like, oh, there's a mirror there. And Steph was like, where? And I'm like, right up against that tree. And it said free, and it was a full-length mirror. So mm-hmm. if she needs one that bad, I can, like, well, we, can, we can, like, collaborate. I'll get it to her. <laughs> It was free. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I bet if you checked, like, like Facebook Marketplace or something, I bet there's tons mm-hmm. of them. So, oh, yeah. So, sweet child. You're not a child, but sweet, sweet lady. Just go get a full-length mirror. You'll be glad you have one. <laughs> it's a good idea. Oh, man come from somebody who's never really needed one because i have a uh a fashion designing partner yes so I, but might be worth looking into mm-hmm. so all right well i love that that was great i'm so glad so very very glad i was like mm, this is gonna be interesting yeah, so that was uh, Amelia. What the fuck is this? Uh, so you can find Amelia at Shake Meets World on the Instagram and the Twitter, and you can find you can find me at a Black Sparrow on the Twitter. Uh, I use Instagram more than I use Twitter, which doesn't say a whole lot. Occasionally on TikTok, ShareRobinson.com. Uh, you can check out Faye Wild and Out. By the time you'll be hearing this, I believe we will be barreling towards session uh, our, our, uh the start of session or campaign two excuse me session or campaign two starts the 13th so real excited about that do definitely come by and see it i have a fantastic character that i'm really excited to voice i'm not going to tell you any more about that uh but the art is fantastic the people are fantastic it's a great time and if you miss it you can check out Faye wild and out on youtube so there's that awesome all right. Well, kind of a shorter episode this time, but you know, I try not to have too many beefs with too many people. So yeah, you probably come <laughs> up with some more. Oh, I'm sure I could have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, check back again, and and maybe we'll maybe I'll have thought of some more at some point. So or maybe Sherrick will come up with his own list. So I think I will. I think I'll make a list. I think I'll make a list. Yeah, I what I found really helpful was just having a note on my phone and that every time I was like, God, that's annoying. I would just write it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's all we have for you this week. So I guess with that, I've been Amelia. I've been Cherick, and sometimes you're a teenage girl and you rush to the hospital after a terrible car accident and you end up uh, you end up getting rescued by a dude named Albert Beck and he's at your back and call get it because back and call and then you recover in the hospital and you're all good but then all of a sudden because this is a movie that's probably on like lifetime or some bullshit it can't be that good so then you find out that the the doctor is like hey bitch i want to follow you around your mom's like you shouldn't let that doctor take care of you like i don't know what i was supposed to do i was in a terrible car accident and he was at my beck and call and your mom's like that wasn't a very good joke and you're like oh i mean his name is dr albert beck i don't know what to tell you about it and then your mom probably ends up hitting with a car or some shit because that's the end of the synopsis Bye!